Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. My name is Max. I am here with my amazing co-hosts, Bart and Alex. Hi, everyone. Hi. And we heavily apologize for uh, coming to you a week late with this episode. I know we promised last week that we would do these weekly, but alas, we are adults with many important things to do, and we just couldn't find the time. Yeah, you know, uh, promises but... were meant to be broken. <laughs> Sometimes life just happens, and like you have to let it, you know, wash over you. Like you can't, you can't control it all the time. That's yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> well, now that we're, I don't know if we're less busy, but we finally found some time to record. How are you guys doing? Better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling really lovely. I don't, I think, I feel like I need to lift the spirits of the podcast today. So I think we're going to be positive. We're going to love all the songs. We're going to have like showering all these people with praise. It's just going to be a good day all around. Let's hope so. Let's hope we got some good, good Eurovision content here today for us. So today we will be going over the songs from Lithuania, France, Australia, and Finland some uh, big favorites in here. So it's exciting. It's a big day. Um, so let us start with Lithuania, who is sending Monica Linkita with the song Stay. Another Monica. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's check it out. To taste it and embrace it All the bitterness of failure To find myself within me Just really like this like more than I thought I would based off the start I think it's not like revolutionary at all but I don't know I feel like it definitely starts slow but I like when like the beat kicks in I like the um gospel-y element in the in the chorus I like don't really love the optics of like that sweet little blonde girl singing with like all the chorus people behind her but like I'm gonna like try to put that aside like a little bit but otherwise i do think i think it's a like, catchy i think it's definitely i would listen to it again i don't know yeah i like i like the kind of like tempo change i thought it was like i thought it was catchy i thought it was pretty decent yeah i think when i first heard this song i was like okay this is a really generic ballad like it, it is i would say it is generic like I keep wanting to like insert like the lines from like Sam Smith's stay in there. Cause it feels like it just fits in with there. But I think in this year, and I know we haven't gone over the songs yet, but in this year of like not a lot of ballads, this is just like a really well-performed, well-executed, good ballad. 
I think it kind of just is like a really solid product. I think she really sells it. She's a, got an incredible voice. It's catchy. Um, so yeah, I think it's actually really good. And I think in this year in particular, even though I think in many other years, it probably wouldn't have stood out to me at all. Or, you know, I would have probably dismissed it entirely and been like, there are better ballads here. But this year in particular, I think it does really stand out. And I think it's not like really much else that we have this year. Yeah, I mean, she needs to, like, they need to work on the optics and burn that outfit in, like, an eternal fire. But other than that, like, yeah, she has a good voice. And I like the integrate, you know, the I love when songs do kind of that bilingual thing going on. Very, very cool. But, yeah, I, the, the tribal symbols in the back, I didn't really get. Um, I didn't get that. I didn't. I, I, I wasn't a fan of whatever choreography they had decided that that was. Um, it just felt incredibly awkward um, and out of place. Um, so if they can work on that and uh, burn that outfit, then I, I think that they might make it out of semi, out of the, the semis. I kind of like the outfit. I don't know. But I do agree that the outfit is a bizarre choice for the song that is being sung. <laughs> it honestly reminded me, like, it reminded me of the robot in Spaceballs. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay, anyways, I've said my piece on this outfit. I don't know, I actually kind of liked it. I agree it's, like, a weird choice for this song, but I think she looks pretty good. But that's just that's just maybe a gay man talking. I don't know. And she's got a fierce bob, you know, like it it's, it appeals to me in that in that See, way. I don't like the bob, but I feel like we are like we're like we're not supposed to focus on this. So <laughs> uh, I mean I also hate the bob. And this is, you know, coming as the sapphic in the group, I'm just saying. Things are not are not adding up for me. And normally I'm all for an all woman performance, but this mm, they need to work on the choreography and the and the fits. Okay. That's fair. I think yeah, they clean this up. I think it could it could do well. So moving on to France, who uh, this year went with an internal selection. So they selected Lazara, who is actually I believe French Canadian. So she is representing La France with Evidemment. Let's take a listen. Okay, Alex, what do you think of this outfit? <laughs> um, everything about this was epic, and this is my favorite performance so far obviously the outfit was just 
fucking perfect and the staging the way the lights hit it and she just felt like a glowing star in the sky 100% about it and yeah I mean oozing France but like in a good way not a bad way which you know me like France has its ups and downs for me so I'm in love with this song this is awesome when that beat dropped I was feeling it in my soul in my body yeah, I agree with you. I really, really love this. I think it might be of the ones we've gone through so far, one of my favorites. Um, I I love this like weird mix of just eras that she's presenting. Like she's got this like full like nineteen forties glamorous cabaret esque, but also I just murdered my husband vibe going on, you know? <laughs> and then she comes in and sings this super like early 70s Euro disco moment. Uh, just It's just like a really interesting combination that's also, I think like you said, it's super French without being like, La Tour Eiffel and the Champs-Élysées, you know? Like it's, I, I like that it's like combining all these like different features of French music. Like it's got the really traditional chanson thing that they mix with this, you know, kind of Euro disco, uh, like vintage Euro disco beat. Like she's got that, um, that like really like rapid vibrato, like almost like vocal rattle that's super reminiscent of Edith Piaf. Like it's Yeah. Thank you. That's who I was thinking of. Yes, hundred percent. Hundred thank you. Yes. Like it's super French, like almost like as French as like voila from uh two years ago, but still like it's got a twist. It's not the same as voila. And I think I don't wanna be like, oh, this is gonna win Eurovision, but I think it might go that route like voila was so successful because it was like extremely french but also very well performed and i think like it's got that like we talked about like that cultural cachet of the chanson and i think this kind of builds on that making it sound like i know i just talked about it being like very like vintage but like in almost like a contemporary way so like in a way that's like maybe appealing to an even broader audience and is really interesting and the visuals are very striking so i just think this is such a good package I feel like I have to say on this that, like, I love so much of, like, chanson meets disco and, like, the vibe and it all in theory. And I, like, want to be sure that she can stick the landing before I put, like, a full official verdict on this. So I think that, like, we've all said all of it. And I think that, like, thinking about France, I think, like, I think I like it. I know it's going to grow on me. But I think as of right now, they only have the official music video because there was no national selection, so there's no live performance. And I can see if she can pull a Barbara Pravi and have that, like, true stage presence of, like, a true, like, chanson, eat up, PF, eat up, like, have that moment and they stage as well. Like, I can see this being in the top five, like, easily and being very incredible. But I feel like we've also gone down this road with France before, with like Madame Monsieur and Merci and Amia Frenge Cherche and like all these other songs that were like felt so radio friendly and so good. And then as soon as they were on stage, they just like missed that like X factor that like really makes it translate. And I can be like, and I can see this one going either way. And I think this is the one of the ones that I will like really want to see the rehearsal videos for because I can see, like, I think it'll really come down to like, can they like make that vibrancy and that like tension of like chanson meets disco? Can they like bring that to live in a way that like really captures you? Or is it just going to be like, okay, she's a good singer. It's an interesting concept. It's a good song. But like, I don't feel that same emotional connection. 
And I think that that is, I mean, it's why Eurovision is so exciting. It's that you'll like, it's one of those like you'll really find out like when you see that on that week, like how this is going to go. But I agree. I mean, I think it has like all the pieces to be amazing. It's just like, okay, are those pieces going to be in a package that captures you like in those three minutes on Saturday night? Because they only have one chance to do it without the semifinal. Mm. So in typical France fashion, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) No, but Bart, like I agree with you. Like I think it has the potential to go either way, right? Like I think in these, in this video that she's providing, they provided us like it's, she's so striking visually and like, like clearly has a lot of presence, but I guess we can't really tell how much of that is camera angles and how much of it is her. Right. So it's just, I think there's so much potential here that like there's so much to build on and so much they can take advantage of. But like the key here is really drama. Like they have to bring the drama, like that silhouette, right. That backlighting that like, really showing off that kind of like Edith Piaf-esque thing, but then bringing those bright lights in the disco, right? Like without going over the top, because I think the one thing we don't want from France is like tacky, tasteless shit, you know, like, because that like they're known for sophistication and the packet, like this video feels sophisticated, like in it, like it's a little kitschy because it's all this like weird vintage, like forties meets seventies stuff. But like, in a way that can it can sell itself as classy and like it can go super tacky really quickly if they don't stage it correctly. But it also has the potential for to be like hugely like dramatic and like a showstopper. My one qualm, my one qualm on what you said, it would be like, I'm not knocking the camera angles. I think the camera angles are gonna be really, really important, like almost as important as her voice and stage presence. Like I'm sure she will have voice and stage presence in a way. Um but they really, as I said, they just have to, like, really, like, nail that package. And I think you hit it exactly right. Like, it would be really easy to overdo the disco-ness and the chanson and that, like, that dichotomy of them and go way overboard in a way that I think will look bad. Like, where it just, like, would kill the vibe of it. But they can keep that, like, sultry, sexy, still fun, still self like, still not taking itself too seriously, but, like, still, like, maintain that, like, quality from the music video that I think that like we're cooking with gas. Totally. I mean, yeah, just, I guess I'm thinking in terms of staging and the song, they got to go for something that is like, not doesn't take away, but also adds a little bit like Sweden last year, like Cornelia. and like just that light, you know, was all she really had on stage and it really did a lot. And I think that they have to kind of have, a similar something that's catching but doesn't drown out everything else as well, which will be an interesting um, thing to pull off on this on your on the Eurovision stage. For sure, for sure. All right, let us move on all the way across the continent and oceans to Australia. So Australia is sending Voyager. So Voyager famously won the televote last year at Australia Decides, but ended up not getting the ticket to Eurovision last year. Um, But they are back this year, internally selected with the song Promise. So let's take a listen.
Okay. I think it should surprise no one that I fucking love this. This, uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm just really excited. Like I, so Voyager has been a band that like, I've like heard of before, like didn't like, I'm not huge into prog metal, but you know, that's a name that I'd heard around. Then last year when they entered Australia decides like that song dreamer, I fucking loved it. Like it was maybe one of my favorite songs of last year. So I was like, fucking thrilled when they announced that they were going to be the Eurovision Act this year. And this does not disappoint. I think it's just such a fun fucking song. I think it's just like really well crafted. It's like, it definitely condenses like your typical kind of like prog metal, like all the different elements of like a good prog metal song into like a three minute catchy Eurovision package, which is like a really hard thing to do. And it does it, I think honestly, I don't, I don't want to say flawlessly, but it does it really fucking well. And I don't know. It just like, it just makes me so happy listening to this song. Like, especially that ending bit where we had like the syncopated riff and like, oh my God, it just, I don't know. I get like really emotional just because like, this is like, not literally the stuff I listened to like growing up, but like, this is a genre I really care about. And like, finally it's like properly represented at Eurovision in a way and Voyager are just like really good ambassadors for it like they fucking love the contest I don't know I just I'm really fucking excited this is everything to me (laughs) I'm glad that you went first Max because I honestly like wasn't sure if I liked it or didn't like it and then like now hearing you talk about it I'm like I think I do like it I think for me is like this isn't really my cup of tea as I feel like anyone who like knows me at all, including like listening to probably the first two songs of this could probably tell. But I do, I feel like I was like, dude, I was like, I respect this. Like, this is catchy enough. It goes like a little metal for me sometimes in a way that like I don't, wouldn't normally be my cup of tea, as one might say. But like, I feel like I can still like appreciate it as a casual listener and that it still like does maintain a certain like Eurovision quality to it. Like, enjoyable for a wider audience, but then, like, that's someone who is, like, really into it would really appreciate and, like, really love. So I'm like, yeah, like, I, I, I respect. I give my respect. I was like, not the one I'm going to listen to and listen to on repeat, but I am like, yeah, like, I think that's a good song. Okay, so I'm going to have the controversial opinion here, um, because I feel like I also kind of grew up listening to this kind of music, and... I just, I felt like I had heard every component of it before. Like, I didn't feel, like, like I didn't feel like there was any individuality or anything, like, that stuck out to me of, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to remember that Voyager did this song. Like, if his voice weren't there, I would have guessed that this was, like, one of, like, seven other songs that I know. And if it weren't, you know, if he were singing to, like, other songs on on other albums, I would have been like, oh, he sounds like seven other bands. So I'm not saying it's bad because it is the kind of stuff that I listen to. I guess I just thought that their other entry was like better. And I felt like this one comparatively is just, and I guess, yeah, it's packed in for a Eurovision audience. So I understand that. And like, I can respect that. And I know that, that, that you had mentioned that earlier, Max. But I guess to the extent that, you know, it is the kind of music that I do like to embrace, it just felt like maybe it got a little too commercialized and, like, 
I don't know. I'm not as excited about it um, as as I want. I feel to you. Shop. I feel you on that. I think if you look at it in like the scope of like other prog metal, I think yeah, there's no element here that's like this is really innovative. This is really like out there and interesting. And I think it's not something a, a fan of the genre or that this type of music has like hasn't heard before. Like it absolutely is. I don't want to call it generic because I feel like that's really negative in this context, but like, yeah, it's, it's not something we haven't heard before, but I think it's not something we've ever heard before at Eurovision. And I think this is such a good representation of the genre to bring to this contest, right? Like, yeah, I think it's, it's really that representation and it's a song I really enjoy. I think it's, it is catchy. They like did, condense it into like all these like in like i think interesting elements that don't really appear at eurovision very often into three minute song that is you know widely appealing i think it doesn't like it fits when i listen to the eurovision playlist on spotify it doesn't really like it stands out because it's a different genre but it still fits in with like i can still you know jam to this in a way that like i don't know i you can't really jam to prog metal <laughs> in the same way um in a lot of cases so i don't know to me it's just like a really good melding of those two worlds which like are my two worlds you know <laughs> and just it makes me really happy but i i totally hear you on that and i i hear you as well and <laughs> look at us being so cordial <laughs> i should have been really mean about it just like <laughs> how i normally am but now I feel bad after dissing that other woman's outfit. <laughs> say, Bart, you should say something shady about us. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like if Alex had talked first, I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, this sucks. And because Max talked first, I'm like, I love this. So now I just like don't know what I think about myself anymore. <laughs> Come to the dark side, bitch. <laughs> No, I said at the beginning it was going to be a positive, happy week, and I was going to bring up the vibe. So I'm oh, glad I it. took a side. Whatever. Okay, positive. I'll be the I'll be the buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> positive vibes only for this one. All right, let us move on to Finland, who is sending the artist Karia with the song Cha Cha Cha. Let's take a listen. <laughs> Um, I've never had a faster U-turn on a song from being like, I don't get why the, what the hype is about this song to being like, I am in love, <laughs> winner vibes, like, yes, queen, um, in my life. Um, I love this, like, pretty unabashedly. Um, I just can't think of anything more, like, fucking Finnish than, like, a heavy metal, like, metal track. 
not really heavy metal, but like that metal, like hard rock, hallelujah y like sound that then becomes like a bubblegum Eurodance pop song. It just feels so scanty to me um, in a way like I really enjoy the dichotomy of it. And again, like it feels like I think it like really straddles the line well between being like obviously kitschy, but then like having enough like musicality and like being actually like catchy and fun enough to like make it worth it and enjoyable. And then obviously all of the lyrics are basically just about like how like <laughs> life sucks and like you go to the bar and you feel like shit and then like you get wasted and then like everything feels better and like life is good again. And I'm like, that's Eurovision. Like that, that's what we, like we come to this place <laughs> for like distraction from our shitty lives. So I'm a big fan. I think I'm so not convinced that like will win, but it was one of the I say it's like one of the first things I really listened to and saw the performance for, and I was like, I could see how you could make the case for why this is going to be a winner. I like don't disagree with how much you like. I also like love this part, but I'm still not convinced. Like I, I think I still don't see like the the winner hype of it. Like I understand why it's super popular in the fandom. Like it is objectively like extremely fun like i'm really happy that like because there's always in like the finnish national finals something deeply weird and it almost never wins and so i'm finally i'm glad that it's something deeply weird finally won um and is representing finland and it is an incredible representation of finland uh, well, one again one again it's in florida <laughs> yes but um, <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, it's like, it's been a while since we've gotten something deeply weird from Finland. And I guess the last time we did, it won. So I guess that's the argument for it. Um, I just feel like I still don't see even like a world where it can win, but maybe that's just me not catching up to like the TikTok, TikTokification of Eurovision in a way. I don't know. I still need convincing, but I, I, I love it. It's it's incredible. It's so fun. Honestly, no notes. Like, <laughs> I just was taken from the moment I listened to it. I was like, what is this? I'm intrigued. I really don't get it. And then I looked up the lyrics afterwards and I was like, oh, like that performance that was like really unrelatable has like relatable lyrics and like, now I relate to the video in some way. Who hasn't pony rid their friends out of a bar at some point? I'm just ready. This is just, this is like the party anthem of this year. And I'm ready to like, just let it go wild. Like I, I endorse, like it gets Alex's approval stamp if I have one. Um, I mean, I agree with everything you both said. Like, it's super kitschy. Like, it has that weird twist where it's like, oh, is this like a metal song? And it's like, is it right? Is it, wait, it's pop? Like, it just, it was like three songs in one. And I just enjoyed all of it. And that outfit, do I get it? Absolutely not. But somehow it worked. I can't, there's no science behind it. But they just threw pedal to the metal and, and it came together. And yeah, Alex's brain wants to watch that again right now, actually. <laughs> I mean, in a way, I guess I take back my comment because we all fucking love this for like 
so why wouldn't everyone else you know like it's it's so good it's just it's so much fun i think and alex you and i have both had pretty like tiring shitty weeks so this is so relatable like in part i'm sure you did too you know so like yeah it's okay yeah i think i get it <laughs> i was gonna say i feel like i'll make two points on your thing max which i think like there is just something that feels so like there's something so interesting to me, like, how, like, off-the-wall insane it is, but you still, like, relate to it and, like, want to look up the lyrics and, like, somehow, because of, like, the performance or something that still, like, really, like, strikes you in a way that just comes off as, like, so memorable to me in a way that, like, I think it honestly is such a weird year and, like, in, like, a normal year where, like, things, this would be off-the-wall, like, we also have so many other batshit crazy entries this year where this one is, like, oh, like, this one's almost normal because like it just becomes a normal pop song. I think the one thing I will say on some of the online discourse is that I feel like people are like staging no notes and just as it is like absolutely perfect. And I think the staging needs to be tightened up. Like I think like the dance, I think that like, again, it's like, I think it's like, I think it's like 85% of the way there. But I think just like some of the camera angles could be sharpened up. Like I think like, he could like play a little bit more awkward or like play into it like a little bit more. I think the dancers could be like a little tighter because like I think like they're like honestly like they're like a little sloppy. Um, but like that like so like that's the one thing I would say is like the one thing you I could see like, is like harder about. I don't. I see like for me like it's like right on that line where like I can't tell if it's supposed to be part of it or if it's just sloppy. And it needs to go like five percent one way or five percent the other way, and like I think like that's and like that's what catches me up on it right now is I'm like I mean we're gonna end up talking about Laureen and Tattoo, which is these are the two favorites right now, and that's where I'm like it's hard like if they like they could tweak this a little bit and be up there in terms of like staging, but then like being compared to like a absolutely clinically flawless performance like you do kind of see like a little bit of the cracks in it as it exists right now but again like national final winning performance like they definitely have the ability to tighten it up and i think that like the concept of the staging and everything is perfectly fine as is it's just like that little bit of elevation to give it like real like winner's polish yeah i i agree with that i think I'm just, like, still trying to figure out, like, what is it that makes it so compelling? Like, is it the song? Is it him? Is it, it's, I'm sure it's all the above. Is it the staging with just, like, these, like, wild colors, these fucking, like, ridiculous dancers? Like, there's so much going on. But I think we talked about, like, there's acts that are bonkers where, like, there's a lot going on and it just doesn't work as well. And, like, this does and i think yeah it can be cleaned up for sure but like this package is really really good <laughs> um and i it's wild to me that this is second in the odds and like the only reason it's not first is fucking laureen <laughs> um so i'm just i'm so curious how they're going to elevate this to the to the stage in liverpool because yeah imagine what they can do with like the budget and this like that space like it's either going to go like it's really, I think it's honestly, it's going to go off. Like, it's going to be so fun on the night. I feel like people are going to lose their eyebrows with pyrotechnics. Uh, yeah, that, that's a, definitely <laughs> a potential. <laughs> I think my other case would be like, this really feels like Moldova Trenudetzel to me, but like with a lot more hype coming in. But like, it has that same kind of just like 
off the walls, like really joyfulness. Like especially, and I think like what is so like strange this one is like it starts like it starts obviously not like that, and then like breaks into that in a way that just like I feel like you can't help but kind of like laughing along with. Okay, and then my last my last commentary on this is I feel like. You know, there's a bit of a pendulum when it comes to Eurovision wins. And um, we just came from a song that won that was, like, very emotional. You know, you can make the argument for and against, you know, global context and everything going on in Ukraine. But I think that maybe the vibe this year and the reason why this is number two, and this is something that you always just feel out, um, on the day just to kind of see where the temperature of people are. Um, like I thought that it was like pretty obvious with, with, with Italy and a number of others where you're like, Oh yeah, there's something in the air. And for this one, I kind of like feel it in the air. Like maybe this is the year where, okay, like it's been fucking really difficult and we just need something that is a little bit kitchen sink crazy to like lift us up. Like I, I see this more so than Lorraine, not because I, I mean, I obviously love her, but I just feel like this year, and maybe I'm just putting projections out there, but this year is going to be the year of something that's a little bit more upbeat just because people want that. Yeah, I see that's that. And my- I think, yeah, is it going to be a moment where like, okay, after Arcade, something like Monoskin wins, right? Like, and like you said, Bart, this year is so wacky. <laughs> it's so wacky. There's so much batshit crazy energy going on. So it only makes sense that something batshit crazy that's also just like a really solid package would win the whole thing, right? Like, I guess the question now is like, are a people tired of like the really like polished Swedish song, which I mean, at least in televote history, like they clearly have been. Right, like, because it just hasn't done. Like Sweden hasn't done particularly well in the Tovo in a while. Um, maybe last year accepted, but like in general, like it's flopped every time and just been entirely elevated by the juries. I guess the other question is like, does this have jury appeal? Like, yeah, this will sell sail right through a televote semi, televote only semi. But will the juries take it? Yeah, and to to what you were saying too, like you were saying. Um, yeah, like, this is a year with, like, a lot of weirdness, but a lot of the weirdness we've seen has also kind of leaned towards, you know, the political or had, you know, some kind of story to tell, whereas this is something, you know, like, having a shitty week and going out and getting drunk and then, you know, like, your endorphins rise because you're dancing on the dance floor. Like, it's a very simple recipe sold in a very complex way that I think is what sets it apart from its other like wacky counterparts that are trying to sell a message alongside of it, which I think maybe, I mean, if I'm right, then the the vibe, either the vote will split between those and it feels like this one's almost in a category of its own because it isn't trying to trying to capture that, you know, symbolism of something deeper. This is like, nah, man, we're relating to you on a very straight and narrow level. I actually, I think I agree with everything Alex would say, but then I think that, like, the that, like, I think it is so simple and works on just, like, a simple way, but then just, like, 
being down and then that joy is like what everyone is looking for as i said like that is like it's like it's like where everyone else had like much more like kind of like high minute political statements it's like this is what it's been like to like live through difficult times and like find releases like on a day-to-day like with like a like really interesting staging and like a musicality like backing it all up in a package that again like I feel like we never actually know, but like that's kind of just like why I feel like that same kind of like in the air, like something about it just feels like really relatable when you watch it. That you're like, yep, like I've been through that. Medicines. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe we all just like need new jobs. I mean, regardless of whether it's to our jobs or to like the state of the world, I think this is the antidote we need. And it seems like we all agree on that. Well, on that note, thank you all so much for listening this week. And we promise that next week we will have an episode for you. We are going to be doing these weekly between now and the contest, because if we don't, we just won't have time to fit in all the songs. So we'd have to Maybe don't like make these promises though. Like maybe it's like we will try our best, (laughs) but like maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, I think we've learned a lot can happen in any given week. So, like, which is just, like, we will, like, do our best and, like, hope. Cross your fingers. (laughs) Fair. Okay. No promises, unless it's the Voyager song. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, You can catch up with us on social media, on Twitter, at SSE underscore pod. We'll be tweeting every now and then about the goings-on in the Eurovision community. So follow us there, and then we'll see you guys next week, or whenever. (laughs) Keeping it open. Bye, everyone. You're on mute, I was on mute. We still haven't figured this out. It's been three years since COVID started.